Hello, hello. This is Artist with M. I am your host, M. Persico. Today, our guest is Jen Burrow. Say hi. Hi. Yay. <laughs> Yay. It's, it's funny you, you waved your hands because uh, some people use their hands to talk and it's just like, this is audio. <laughs> I know. It's natural. Yeah. Work with the camera when you, you have one because we're on Zoom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. First question I ask is, what kind of artist are you? Are you an actress, spokesmodel, character, actor, clown, mime? Etc. Do all these apply? Do some of them not? Apply? Yes, all of that. Um, and I have to tell you, um, like when I've listened to other episodes of your podcast, I feel like you know, virtually meeting and listening to all of these other artists, it's almost like going into therapy as a multi hyphenate. Oh, yay! Because I've dealt with so much since I was young, like, oh, you have to be one thing. Same. And that's what I have heard again and again and again from all of these artists. And no artist is one thing. Yeah. Especially if you need something that can support you when you're trying to go for your big goal. Exactly. Or you can combine them all and be like, yes, I'll produce it, direct it and act in it. Or whatever. Or I'll also be the mime randomly in the background. Who cares if it's my movie? Right? (laughs) Who cares? Wow. So spokesmodel, what does that mean? Um, I'm primarily a corporate presenter. So I get hired by companies in all different industries to give technical presentations about their products, usually at conventions or trade shows, congresses, in front of a green screen the past year. Mm. And to me, that's just an extension of acting. It's all communication. Yeah. Acting, character acting, being present. Yes. Yeah. Articulating. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think ultimately what I love is, is being present Aww. and it doesn't matter what, what aspect of myself that I am. It's that, that like makes me happy, I guess. Oh, that's so cool. Dang. So, and you also have been doing mime over quarantine. Is that how we yes. know each other? We met in Dean's physical comedy class. Clown. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was that online? It was. Yeah. I actually get confused between where I meet people. And then I see, oh, right. We talked about mime in the past. Oh, they have a mutual contact, Dean Evans. That must be where we found each other. It is. And every time I would log into class, you were, and it comes back to presence. You were just there. And I was like, oh, Em's in class today. This is going to be a good day. Oh, wow. And I think, you know, maybe you were connecting with the whole group, but every time I logged on and I saw you, I was like, oh, Em is here and she sees me. Yay. Yeah, I felt so I would. I think we, I would see you do stuff and I'm like, oh, let's do something in response to this. Yeah, I think we were yeah. paying attention. Yeah. Yeah, you were fun to play with randomly. <laughs> oh, okay, Dean's talking. Let's, let's do something silly. Yeah. Yeah, moving our eyebrows or whatever. Mm -hmm. So fun. Wow. I see on your Instagram, you've been dressing up in a costume and with other people. What's that about? At Illinois Duquoin. Oh, gosh. Like one of my biggest dreams just came together a couple months ago. I got a call. Uh, last minute from a Swedish slash American group called Abarama and they're an ABBA cover band tribute band. Oh my gosh. And they needed a last minute sub. And I had six days to learn their show, jumped in, and it was one of the best nights of my life. 
Oh my goodness. That's amazing. Like that music and just being on stage after everything we've all been through in the last couple of years and being just able to be on stage singing, doing exactly what I've wanted to do my whole life with these amazing musicians and people. It was, it was the biggest rush. Oh my gosh. That sounds like a dream. It was. That's so exciting. How did they find you? Um, They found me because I was on a Swedish reality TV show in 2019. What? What was that called? It's called Alt for Sverige. And it means the great Swedish adventure or everything for Sweden. Whoa. Did you have to speak Swedish? Very little. No, I'm going to say no. (laughs) Were you like an American or a English speaker person in the show? Yes, absolutely. Um, The premise of the show, which was originally um, all for Norway, everything for Norway, um, is that they take 10 Americans with Swedish ancestry to Sweden and the 10 of us competed in these wacky challenges to try to stay on the show, like puzzles and games. And the winner, ultimately the the prize was a family reunion with your living Swedish relatives. Whoa, like a lineage uh, meet and greet. Yes. Wow, that's crazy. (laughs) It was crazy. It still is. Oh, man. Did you do any singing or anything on that show? So these people found you? Um, No, but I had met um, one of the guys who was on the show in a previous season uh, when I was interviewing to be on the show. And someone else referred me and it just came together like they needed somebody. And oh, my God. So cool. And they just so happened to be in America doing it. Yes. In Illinois. In Illinois. That is so random. <laughs> Did you have to fly there? No, it's like six hours away. So hopped in a van with the band and it was so cool. Oh my gosh. Aren't you in? Wait, where are you? Chicago. Oh, is it late there? Oh, right. It is yeah. late there. I forgot. Well, hello. It's nighttime. How's it going? <laughs> it is. Um, I had to get up at four in the morning for work. So it's like a whole oh. new day. Oh my gosh. I'm like, no, yeah. you look so bright and cheery. I wouldn't have known. <laughs> Man. Did you say Chicago? Yeah. Speaking of Chicago, do you know any Chicago clowns like Nick Polk? Yes. I love him. <laughs> I do too. I met Nick uh, through Dean's mime class. Yeah. And I actually wanted to create a mime piece, a video to submit to a mime festival in Sweden, which is happening right now. And I wanted to work with someone locally. And I just thought, I'll ask this guy, Nick, who I've only met on the internet. Yeah. I picked Nick up one day and I'm like, I have this crazy idea, you know, let's just work together and like make a thing. And we just made a thing in one of my friend's backyards. And it was so much fun. I am so jealous. I have never met Nick in person, but I've interviewed him for my podcast. And I just like see his Instagram all the time. And it's so funny. And I'm like, oh, I feel like we're best friends, but we live so far away. How do I become best friends with Nick? You are. <laughs> yes. One day I'll just like, Nick, we're best friends. Come visit. I've told him to visit. It's, ah. it's amazing what this year did. I think for like the clown and mime community, being able to yeah. play virtually. United. We stand. Yeah. It's nice. So did you submit that piece to the Swedish festival festival? I did. How'd it go? Because you're not in Sweden. Um, I didn't hear anything back, but boy, was it fun. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Don't you have to pay to submit 
to like festivals? Not this one. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why. You know, they're just like a little lax because they don't want people being paid to uh, respond <laughs> back to people. Wow. That's crazy. You didn't have to pay. Yeah. There's, there's a podcast um, uh, thing you could submit your podcast to or TV shows or something. Uh, and you pay like $400 to submit one episode to be reviewed. And it's like, this is absurd. Yeah. I do want to win, but it's a lot. It's like, I tried it for the first, um, the first round of them last year, but now I'm like, ah, we'll just get more well-known first before I pay $400 again to submit an episode, not even multiple episodes, $400 for one topic for this episode. Yeah. It's stupid. Everyone buy swag. On M's Instagram, artists with M, there's sweatshirts, there's coffee mugs, there's t-shirts. Let's oh my gosh. (laughs) Did I link that to my Instagram? (laughs) I did make swag. (laughs) (laughs) It's fabulous. I know, it's swaggy. I wear most of it though. I just like having my face on uh, my shirt or other people's shirt. It's so cute. You actually saw it? I did. Oh my goodness. That's funny. Oh man. So how did you get into your art? Acting, clowning, whatever was the first thing, you know? Mm, the first thing was definitely singing. Oh, loved singing as an itty bitty kid. And Same. I have a cousin who's an actor. So like a child actor? Um, no, he was, he was older. Okay. So when I was itty bitty, we would go see him like in his high school plays. And then he got a job at Six Flags Great America. And I was just like, this is amazing. I have to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he went on to become a very successful actor. Um, no and way. Yeah. Like all kinds well of known? musicals, um, Broadway and that, that sort of thing. So I was inspired. His name is Stephen Buntrock. Mm, that's a name. And so I was really inspired uh, by him. And, but I, I never, I guess I wasn't sure if I would ever pursue it as a career. And I think I was really pushed to pursue something else. And my parents were both teachers and my sister was a teacher. So my schema for life was definitely like, oh, you pick your favorite subject and become a teacher. Right. And I knew I didn't want to do that, but I picked music and I went to college for music education and I was given uh, a very great gift in that my cooperating teacher that I was student teaching under the last day she said, Jen, you're great. Kids love you. Gave you perfect reviews on everything. You're fantastic. Don't do this. What? She said, you're going to be terribly unhappy. Oh. And she said to me, you have to go out, act, perform, and have adventures. Wow. And, and that's what I've been doing. And I'm so grateful for that every day because she saw my struggle. Yeah. And I think ultimately, yes, it's performing. And it's also, I'm a very curious person. I love to learn and expand and grow. And I mean, of course I could have done that in any setting, but for me, I think I needed to be exposed to other, other things than what yeah a school building right could provide that I'd been in my whole life yeah and it sounds like you just had a really big light and it might have been diminished if you kept just trying to fuel other people's light as a teacher I think that sounds pretty right yeah I I've always had that feeling like oh I never want to be a teacher like same with music and things because music was always a favorite thing 
that I love to do and still do. But the concept of teaching never, never made me feel excited because like performing and getting up there and doing something crazy or, or like clowning something fun. Yes. That's what fueled my like drive to do it. So I might as well do the thing that drives me versus the thing that feels like work. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I don't really, I love to learn too. And it's hard and learning how to learn was hard and every subject it's hard, but it's super exciting. You know, I can see that in you because you do so many different things to such a level. And I see you showing up in so many classes Mm -hmm. um, because I'm showing up in so many classes. Yeah, (laughs) we're both there. We're here. Like, let's learn more. How do we explore yeah. this more? How do I get better at this one specific thing that baffles me beyond compare? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Did Dean's class show us how to, um, what's it called when you only move certain parts of your body? Isolations. Isolations. Did Dean's class help us with that? Oh, definitely his mime classes. I'm sure yes. we did it in clown too. Yeah. In another clown class I'm doing in person, we do that shoulder thing where you you move one shoulder to the back and the other one to the front. And because of like Dean's classes, I've practiced it. And then you have to figure out how to reverse it. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> so you showed up and you were like, oh, I got this. I've done oh, this yeah. what my whole life. This? What? <laughs> One shoulder's going backwards, one's rolling forward. It's so trippy to see people, like, their brains being boggled and their bodies being confused when they're trying to do it. It just looks like shrugging, confused (laughs) shrugging. You start with one shoulder, going back, going back. We have the strangest uh, uh, collection of skills. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) That is true. I am looking at the list of skills you have on your resume and you have clarinet on there and yoga and magician's assistant. Have you used all these before? Oh, absolutely. Um, I actually majored in clarinet in college. Oh, damn. That was my instrument too. Pardon? uh, Clarinet was my instrument as well. Before percussion? Oh, yeah. And yeah. I think I remember you played and something French else horn. also. What? You played something else also? French Sax? horn. French horn too. I got pretty good at French horn because I, I deeply studied it over the summer and during a semester so I could get into the top wind ensemble within a, a semester. It was really hard. But French horn is like singing. So I even would use singing techniques to make the... Um, tone better I'd open up my throat for like the like the more open sounding tones it's all crazy it's all related yeah and so different than clarinet and percussion yes but all the same it's all music and it's all communication Mm -hmm. and all about being present for sure you know the weird thing is um with like orchestral music and choir music all of it's with sheet music but when I went to college I uh learned Latin percussion and so I was in the Afro-Cuban ensemble and we would never use music or sheet music he would just be like okay let's do such and such song and then he'd count it off with the widow and then we did it's crazy half Half the time I'd be scrambling like, okay, is this a ballad? What? No. Is this a, a like, what's it called? A bolero? <laughs> or it's slow. Da, 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 da. Ooh, ba, a bolero? Or it's just a faster song or whatever. It's like, oh, we just got to figure it out. That sounds amazing to challenge no, yourself in that way. Yeah. So it's all about listening and responding. Like I would stare down the director, just watching him like, okay, then it's over, you know? So you just got to wait and listen and be ready for the, the drum breaks, you know? Crazy. What is life? It's overwhelming. Sounds like a rush. 
Oh my gosh, it is. But I didn't know how to breathe. So clowning really helped with breathing. Yeah. Yeah. What have you learned through clowning? When did you start clowning? I started clowning um, in 2012. I'd been doing a lot of improv classes at second city here in Chicago and OG. Yeah. And one of the, the head guys there was like, Hey, Jen, been watching you do your thing. I think you should take a clowning class. And it was one of those moments where you don't understand what someone said. Yeah. You're like, are you making fun of me? And I I just like did the smile and nod. Sure. Sure. Jeff. Sure. Yeah. And was like, yeah, total. Sounds great. Um, and thank goodness uh, I did, you know, what so many people do and is give more money to Second City. And I show up and I meet Dean. In this- Chicago. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Where he started doing the improv and all that stuff there. Right. And I was like, I don't even know what we're doing in this class. And then about an hour and a half in, I was like, I still don't know what we're doing and I'm in love. Yeah. I just fell head over heels in love with whatever it was. I guess it was the feeling and Mm -hmm. like the feeling of beginner's mind of not knowing what was going to happen of being present of the like childlike whatever was going on because I like didn't the know. wonder and the experimentation of like you're not holding yourself back from exploring this like oh, what is this what shape am I making with my arm why yes. did I tie my shoe up to this chair and I loved the physicality of it too because my background is also dance and yoga and so it was like wow I can use everything I've learned in this art form, like it, it was, I almost felt like everything was just like building up the clown. clown. Yeah. And, me too. and then I realized that there was a specific part of clown that I liked. Ooh. And I didn't realize it until maybe like six months later after I found myself in Italy because I just couldn't get enough. And I was like, where's the next class? How can I learn more about this? And I realized that part of clown class was actually mine. Oh, dang. (sighs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, kind of combine and you you know, they sort of feed into each other. Yeah. Cause it's so physical and mental and you're really like engaging all your muscles to like make a great, wonderful shape in a technical way. And storytelling and writing and feelings. And yeah, I, I just, I lose myself. Like, ah, this is everything. Oh, it's amazing. (laughs) Have you taken other mind classes besides with Dean? I have. um, Where? I studied virtually during the pandemic, um, through Mime Fabrique, uh, out of Amsterdam with Anastasia. And that was very cool. And also a challenge, um, because of language or no, um, time. Oh, Oh, time difference. She would be the first to tell you that I got up (laughs) once a week. It, 245 in the morning um to practice mime from three to five a.m. Oh my goodness, that is so aggressive. <laughs> it was yeah, that's such a weird time. And it's I like, thought make you feel sick now, all day. When exactly. If not in a pandemic when I don't have things to do every day, I might as well go do that. Right. In my house. Right. Right. In the covert of my own home. Mm-hmm. Wow. How was it? It was amazing. Mm. And it was so cool because uh, I always think it's 
really beneficial to study with different teachers, especially if they have a different background, because you're getting this influence that's so different. Oh my gosh, seriously. I feel like clown and mime, just like all those things that fall into this range, maybe performances in general, all are different. Like the style of clowning is based off of the teacher almost. Yes. Wow. There's this um, like theater movement uh, studio. I think that's what it's called. I'm looking it up. Theater movement. Yeah, Movement Theater Studio in New York. And they have such amazing... Have you studied with them? With who? Movement Theater Studio in New York. Oh, no, I haven't heard of it. Oh, my gosh. I did a Lecoq training with them (gasps) virtually. Movement One. Yes, I'm tempted to do Movement Two. Or redo Movement One first and then do Movement Two. Yes, some of them... So oh my hard. god it's mind-blowing it's so much like what mime uses because it's i always forget what this when you what's it called isolations yeah isolations i gotta write this down how do i ever <laughs> forget that word isolations it uses so much aspects of isolations and also creating different shapes with your body to suggest different um um characters or different moods like the gesture gesture where you're like um i think it's like this open leg like this and then you're tilted down for the character like all these weird like shapes we make in like theater and ancient times of um puppetry I don't know oh wow there's so much that we've taken and digested into our Mm -hmm. visual vernacular that we don't even think about like how someone bows to you showing that you have like the dominance and respect all these things are based off of movements that you can learn through the Lecoq training all physical stuff. I think this is perfect for you, this class. Virtual. Yeah, that sounds York. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. There's so much to learn. Video. I know. I love getting recommendations from other people too, because who knows what what is out there of classes. Right. Or what leads to the next thing that inspires you to do the next thing and mm-hmm. So have you been doing much acting during the pandemic? I recently. Yeah. um, Over like lockdown in that, like that first year, I was really Mm -hmm. focused on taking a lot of classes. Same. Almost obsessively. Pardon? Almost obsessively. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely how I was coping in a way of like, can't go anywhere. This isn't going to get me down. Yeah. I'll, I'll find show COVID-19. <laughs> yeah. So in the, the next year of COVID and quarantine, did you, did work start picking up? Cause I know it's picking up now, at least yeah. here in LA. Yeah. I've been really fortunate lately, um, presenting at a few trade shows, getting back on the road, Doing that feels really good. And I've booked a couple commercials. Oh, that's uh, so exciting. Yeah. One in particular was super, super fun. It was for uh, Bell and Health. And my acting partners were um, a, a lovely young woman who was my patient. I was playing a doctor. Mm-hmm. And... Matt LaFleur, who is the coach of the Packers. Oh, weird. <laughs> so it was, it was just a, a fun, fun day. Um, so that's felt really good to be doing things. And Nick and I just performed uh, in a mime show what? live oh. in a theater called Speechless. Wow. Uh, with Joe Janes. I don't know if you know Joe. Is that a man? 
he is um he teaches uh theater and is also a multi-hyphenate performer Mm, you should send me his instagram later i will what's his name joe james joe james okay so you performed at speechless yeah it was it was a one night show that joe put together and that felt so fun just to be backstage with all these performers Um, in a theater space yeah wow that's so magical it's weird to come back to the comfort zones we used to have but now it's indoors and it's like oh wow we're together again is this real oh man i'm so jealous i love nick (laughs) so cute so cute yeah. Can you uh, describe the skit or performance you did with Nick? It was mine. Sure. Um, oh, with Nick, um, the at the show, Speechless, I performed a few solo pieces. Oh. Um, uh, but the piece that Nick and I filmed a while back um, was or called... The- falling in falling love and it was the story of uh a leaf and a scarecrow oh which one were you i was the leaf oh that's so cute (laughs) did you not post any pictures about this though um i don't think i did i want pictures (laughs) oh no jen come on yeah I actually don't, I like, I don't post too much on social. Sometimes I want to, but I think my general thing is like, oh, I'm already like onto the next thing. Like, no, Jen, no, Jen, no. How will your friends get to see what you're doing (laughs) on Instagram? Did it really happen? (gasps) (gasps) Yes. Think about it. The world is virtual now. It is. Did it really happen? And how will your podcast interview people know what you've been doing if you don't post about it? True. Yeah. Lesson learned. Yeah. Struggles. You know, thoughts. Some people don't even put their website in their Instagram, like, description under the Hmm. bio. And it's like, how am I going to research you if I don't know where to find your website? Oh, (laughs) Silly actors. Silly. Yeah, but you have it. Happy. I got to watch a few of your um, reels before we started. (laughs) Your live hosting reel is fun. (laughs) What is life? What is life? Yeah. Have you added any new reels lately, though? Because your most recent reels, labeled specifically reels, 2014, right? Oh, yeah, I haven't. I find it very difficult to collect video and clips. And I I think I have the disease of like, oh, it's, 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 it's not good enough. Like blah, 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 blah. You never know what will impress someone. Right. (laughs) My friend did a Tempur-Pedic like modeling thing. And I think about her every time I look at (laughs) Tempur-Pedics. You never know what will impress someone. <laughs> yeah. Or another friend is do has done a Volkswagen commercial and I'm like, damn, now all I see of that is that Volkswagen commercial. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you never know. Just put it up there. <laughs> you know, what is life except showing off what you're doing on the Instagram and in your website? I guess so. <laughs> I'm more likely to be alone, like just doing yoga. (laughs) Oh yeah. You know, enjoying life. What? (laughs) Of course. So how did you get into your art? Like more like movement stuff, the movement, like dancing and yoga. Did you do that at a young age too? Um, No, I more so got into dance in high school because I wanted to do musical theater. Yeah. You got to have a little skill. Yeah. 
So I was trying to play catch up with the dance and worked really hard at it. And up now, pardon? I'm trying to catch up now. Oh, still always. Ah. Um, and then I was doing musical theater pretty much as my main focus throughout my twenties. And, but I started doing the spokesperson work speaking and found that I really liked it doing more on camera work also Mm -hmm. really liked it. And as an extension of that, even though I had done theater that involved a lot of improv, I was like, you know, I've never studied improv. Mm -hmm. And so I thought I would do that. And that's when I took Dean's physical comedy class and was like, what is this? And then it was just like one thing after another. Um, I studied with Paolo Coletto uh, in Chicago and in Italy and all of a sudden, like that was just really where a lot of my excitement and energy was going towards. And how can I, how can I combine this with what I'm already doing? Mm-hmm. And so it amplified uh, everything from there and, and movement uh, was always a big part. And, and yoga is just a, a love of mine. And I remember in my first clown class with Dean him like saying oh we've got a yoga teacher in the back and I was like oh somebody's a yoga teacher and I realized he was calling me out like I mean I guess you could tell like oh this one does yoga um and I finally how you do your cat cow yeah it's just a perfect cat cow (laughs) so random but I finally decided to um go through a certification program, uh, this year. And yeah, so I finally have my 200 hour, uh, yoga certification. And that journey was super awesome, especially during this time. Did you do it virtually? I did. Wow. That sounds tricky. That sounds hard. Virtually to do a physical thing. It was, but I mean, everything you and I have done physically up until this point, I think really prepared me for yeah, the stamina and concept of, or openness to take all that in virtually and yeah, to be present and really visually paying attention, but also being aware of your body. Yes. And being open to the direction and adjustments. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Lift your shoulder up more. Oh, all right. You know, did you ever do uh, any um, juggling classes? Uh, so funny story. I, um, I, a long time ago, auditioned for this local circus. And I, <laughs> oh, I, I really that. didn't. I mean, this is crazy. I any didn't skills? have a circus talent, yeah. but I just really needed the job. Yeah, had a circus job. Yeah. And not that I was Sounds humorous. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm a performer of all these different sorts, you know, maybe there's a way they can use me. Yeah. And so I kind of showed up and was like, ah, I do all these different things. Um, and, and I actually, I did get hired and I ended up being the comedian for, a juggler. Oh man. And I had taught myself to juggle as a kid uh, because I didn't have any friends and thought that would be a fun thing to do. Yeah, totally. (laughs) And so it was like, Oh, you're not going to believe this, but I, I, you know, I can actually do three. Okay. And, um, but the juggler helped me a little bit as we toured around and helped kids and it was fun. That's awesome. And yeah, I picked it up a little bit this year too. Wow. Yeah. I took a virtual uh, juggling and parlor trick class online. (gasps) Yeah. With Matt Walker. He's been on the podcast as well. And it was actually, I think I might like it better. 
because he really looked watching everyone do the the thing he just taught us and he's like okay em adjust how you're gripping the hat okay and so i focus and i i adjust and i keep doing it and i got to focus on myself of what i'm doing versus being overly stimulated by a big room of people and it was really helpful that's amazing hat juggling too I remember you bringing hat juggling into class. I probably did. That's funny. Is that <laughs> what you learned? Yeah. That's so funny. Wow. It's all yeah. coming together. It really is. Life <laughs> strange. Man. So you you said that the ABBA job you did, the ABBA cover band, mm-hmm. that that was one of the dream jobs. Do you have Absolutely. a yeah. Would you rather do more of that or any other dream job you want to put out there and manifest? Yes. Um, oh gosh. Yes. More, more singing, more rocking out with amazing humans. Absolutely. That has to happen. 100%. That would yeah. be awesome. I mean, there's so many ways that I would be, I mean, I am happy. There's so many ways that I could be happy with the way my career goes you know, Mm -hmm. I would, it would just be amazing to have like this quirky role on a TV show, you know, more like an extension of my quirky personality. I feel like that would be so fun. Um, so fun. Like whether it was a comedy or like more of a serious show with a quirky character. Yeah. Like, but something that I could bring all my experience to that would be, that would be amazing. That would be so fun. Is ABBA kind of, it, it's like Mamma Mia, isn't it? Yeah, ABBA is the band that wrote the songs. And then Mamma Mia is the movie play version, musical. Oh my gosh. I was actually, what th- this thing, rem- when you said um, doing more singing stuff, it reminded me like, oh, wait. I want to to make a clown singing group like in Mamma Mia. And I'm like, oh my God, can you move closer, Jen? You should move here or something and let's make a clown singing group. Sure. Like a girl. I love the outfits. I love the whimsicalness, but we're good singers. Yes. Yes. Like the music has to be phenomenal, but clown and funny. Like yes. the album. I feel like musicians and like stars are clowns with their presence and being present in, in the costumes. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you've got to own it. You've got to be all in. You do. And we love costumes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hey, how tall are you? I am five, six and a half. Wow, you look taller on Zoom. Really? Well, oh. I have like so many friends now that are 5'10". <gasps> so I'm just used to everyone just being a foot taller than me. No, I'm not. Yeah, we're closer. This will make us not look not look too much like raising the bar. <laughs> Maybe if we just get one even taller person than you, and then it'll be like, perfect. What yes. a do A trio. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, wouldn't it be funny with Nick and the girl band? amazing yeah in the outfits just as cute he and I kind of look look similar when my hair is brown because we both have glasses and dark eyebrows and (laughs) Italian Jewish looking features (laughs) with our eyebrows yeah maybe I just have to move to where you guys are for rehearsals um this is totally possible this is easy or like maybe for a summer so we can work on our um, routines yes yeah this is this is worth it this is doable yeah this is doable do you have a couch that i could stay on absolutely there's even a bed you can have a bed no way that's a luxury dang wow this is gonna be fun (laughs) so what are you what are you looking forward to this year besides me and you doing a girl band um, you and me doing a girl band, yeah, um, sure. hopefully more singing, just being open to mm-hmm. open to collaboration, open to 
possibilities being in person, like just yeah. coming back, I guess. That's so exciting. Yeah. Being in the same room as other performers, like what you did with Nick at Joe James's uh, show Speechless, just being present with people, creating art. Absolutely. Well, life is going to be good, hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. Uh, If not, it's just as cozy at home in my bed with books. Do you have a cat? Um, no. I I don't have a cat either. I want one. Stuffed frog. Oh, really? Oh, he's cute. (laughs) Oh, he's real cute. I just took out all my stuffed animals from this room. But hey, I got a a wig. (gasps) Oh, pretty. Stuffed animals, just pet it. Make it look pretty. I keep them on heads so that they stay nice. Struggles. I've seen so many pictures of your wigs showing up at uh, brunches. Oh my gosh, wig brunch. I wish you could come. Hey, if you ever come to LA, I'll schedule a wig brunch. Fabulous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you ever come out here? I do. Before, like, like once or twice a year, maybe. Hmm. Do you come for like friends or family or jobs? Ah, uh, friends or jobs. I was going to come to the clown picnic. Denim part. The denim. The pic- denim picnic. <gasps> wow. What happened? Um, I had a flight and everything, and then I booked a commercial. Oh damn! Well, commercial. I was like, work. oh my gosh, this is it's such an amazing problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll just have to schedule more fun things on a time when you plan to fly out. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I just posted a picture of, have you, have you met Tiffany virtually? She's a big yes. redhead. Yeah. Yes. I posted a picture of her and I together at the denim picnic. We we're both in blue on our clown Instagram. Bomba. Yeah, Bomba. I saw it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Damn. Oh, like it would have so been fun, fun having you there. It was a long day though. And the bathrooms were far away Ugh. from where we sat. I almost peed my pants, literally. Tiffany oh. had to walk me all the way to the bathroom. It took 30 minutes to walk there. I was oh. ready to pee my pants before we started walking. It was so embarrassing. No one knew except Tiffany, but it was a problem. I was like, had to focus every step. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to pee my pants. 30 minutes. It took a while to walk there. That's Maybe it was so long. or 10 minutes. Maybe it was 10 minutes. That's a long walk though to the bathroom. 10 minutes. I might not have made it. I almost was like, okay, maybe I'll just pull my pants down on this busy street, on this busy sidewalk where everyone's walking their dog so I don't pee my pants. I'm like, what is worse? I made it. I made it. Yay. (laughs) What is life? (laughs) What is life? I don't know. So I have one more question. Are you ready? Ready. What is your definition of love? Oh, it's a hard one. Some people are like, I don't know. And then I'm like, uh, you could talk about your cat or your parents. If you can't think of one specific, I give help. Hmm. What is your definition of love? Whatever comes to you. I'm still figuring it out. I absolutely am still figuring out the Mm -hmm. first thing that came to mind was living fully. Hmm. And I think that's, you know, showing up for whoever is in our life, whether that's a significant other family or, or just a stranger, whoever you're interacting with that day, whoever is sharing space or, or energy, the more you can give, I definitely find the more I'm giving of myself, like whether it's throwing myself into working on something or embracing curiosity to learn more about something or focusing 
my whole self in the, in the moment to do something. I think that's love. Just like experiencing what is this life? Yeah. 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 For sure. Especially when we're like in a clown class and we're just like, ah, on stage doing something crazy or singing. Yeah. All the things. If if you breathe and you're in it, that's, that's love. Mm, That's Mm. so nice. I don't, we just talked about singing, so I, I looked at your vocal range, mezzo soprano. That will go, blend well with me. I'm a soprano or a second alto. I'm a first soprano or a second alto. What? Yeah. This is yep. going to be great. I know. I'm excited. And it says you you're good at belting. That would be good for ABBA style music. You bet. Sure. Girl band clown group. I don't identify as a girl, but I love the idea of girl bands. They seem to have so much more fun. Flair. Yes. Boy bands are, they have a different vibe. It's totally different. Or like queer girl bands. That must be it. Queers and girl band, you know? Yeah. Like me and Nick, we're on the queers side and we'll bring in the flair. Yeah. Girl band essence. Yes. I I love the word essence. Yeah. That. There you go. Girl like band distilled ed- energy. Yeah. Still good cool. vibes. I hope we do this because this would be amazingly fun. Oh my gosh. We could even wear wigs for special occasions. Oh, yes. More and wigs. Big, big shoes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And glitter. I just love glitter. Man, this podcast will probably come out in like months. And so by the time this comes out, you never know. We might already have our outfits together. That I would love be amazing. Outfits. Yeah, I love to make outfits. You do? Yeah, like clown characters. I'm not very good at sewing, but I sew by hand. And okay. I get away with a lot by just sewing by hand. But I am going to try to whip out the sewing machines and figure some stuff out. Because I know amazing. the basic principles now. So you never know. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yes. Yes. Well, thanks for being on my podcast. Thanks so much for inviting me. Super fun and exciting because we never really get to chat in class when we meet people. We either have to like go through the Instagram or like weird virtual chats like Zoom or a podcast interview (laughs) to make new friends. Yeah. It's the way of the world now. Yeah. So how we do it. This is exciting. Thank you for being on the podcast.